On the day of Shabbos, <coughs> our topic to discuss now, Bezer Hashem, <coughs> is to discuss a little about <coughs> Kedusha and the essence of Shabbos Kodesh. <coughs> Chazal tell us that there is a secret in Shabbos Kodesh. Ladas, Kiani Hashem Kadishchem, Chazal tell us, Hakadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu, Matona Toiva Yeshli Bebeis Gnozai. I have a wonderful present in my treasure houses. Vishabos Shemoy. Lech Emor Lehem. There was a special message to the Jewish people. That Kodesh Baruch Hu has a hidden treasure called Shabbos Kodesh. And Chazal tell us that there is a halacha Hanoisein matone lechaveiroi tzorich lohidioi. If someone gives a present to his friend, it's a halacha if you go to a wedding and if you want to be modest and you send a, a beautiful present and you don't want to put your name in that in Chasen Kal enjoy it. They have to know it came from me. It's a loch not to do so. Hanoisein matone lechaveiroi, tzorich lohidioi. And here also, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu, tell the Jewish people that I'm giving them a present Shabbos Kodesh. And the Gemara asks, but milsed avidi legluyei, since in the end it will become known when the Jewish people get the Torah, they will know that they have Shabbos. Why was there a special, special message to tell the Jewish people of the present of Shabbos? And the Gemara says, Matona nishama That there is something very special in Shabbos. There is a special secret of Shabbos. There is something hidden in Shabbos that we got a speci- special message from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Lodas, know and realize that you have the present of Shabbos Kodesh. <clears throat> we see today in our lives that really Shabbos is something hidden. You see in the Jewish people, especially the B'nai Torah, when it comes to a Yom Tif, it comes to a Pesach, or the El Seder, the excitement, I don't think you'll find the El Seder after davening Little pe- groups of people sitting around talking politics, talking Narishkeit. Everyone runs home. It's a great, it's an excitement. The Leil HaSeder. When you come to a Shavuos, you walk into a Yeshiva on Shavuos night. You see the excitement, it's, it's roaring like, 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 like the waves of the sea. When it comes to a Rosh Hashanah, a Yom Kippur. For some reason, Shabbos Kodesh. Uberachtoi mikol hayomim. Where Shabbos Kodesh is the greatest and the deepest and the holiest of all times that were created. And maybe we could even say that there is no mitzvah in the Torah. Of course, everyone is Shemer Shabbos. But to appreciate Shabbos to utilize the Shabbos, 
Maybe there's no mitzvah in the Torah that is so little utilized as Shabbos Kodesh. The excitement that Ayid has when he takes the Esrik, the Lulav. And Shabbos Kodesh, for some reason, doesn't excite us. We don't know how to utilize Shabbos. Now, <clears throat> I think the reason why we don't know how to utilize Shabbos because we don't understand Shabbos. As we mentioned, Shabbos is a secret. Let us pose some questions about Shabbos Kodesh. First of all, let us ask indirectly, what is Shabbos Kodesh? When we come to Pesach, I feel we can say, we know exactly what is Pesach. Pesach is Zman Cheruseinu. It is the day we were enslaved in Mitzrayim. It is the day that we emerged from Mitzrayim. Me'avdus l'cheirus. Me'afeira l'oira. We know exactly what Pesach is. It comes to Shavuos. We know exactly what Shavuos is. I won't say we know the depths of Shavuos and the greatness of Shavuos. On Shavuos we received the Torah. It's as simple as anything. Before Shavuos we had no mezuzah. We had no, we had no tefillin, we had no matzis. On Shavuos, we received the Torah. On Sukkot, it is the time of Dvekos. Ki is hayshaftis b'nei Yisrael. It is the time that there is an expression of love and of affection of Dvekos between HaKadosh Baruch and the Jewish people. Rosh Hashanah is Yom Hadin. Yom Kippur is a day of tshuva, of slicha. What exactly is Shabbos? What is Shabbos? A day of what? What happens on Shabbos? And what is the essence of Shabbos? And again, what is Shabbos? A day that we eat gefilte fish. We eat chont. Of course it's important to eat gefilte fish on Shabbos. But that's not a definition. What is Shabbos? What is the definition of Shabbos Kodesh? Secondly, what exactly is the avoider of Shabbos. We know every day has its specialty. Every, every Yom Tif has a specialty in its mitzvahs that expresses the essence of that day. On Pesach we eat matzah, zecher of the matzahs that the Jewish people ate in Mitzrayim. On Rosh Hashanah we have the shofar, which is Uru Yeshene Mishnaschem. And we know what to do on Rosh Hashanah. Today of Yerushalayim, to realize that Hashem is Barach is the creator of the world and the manik of the world. What exactly is to be done on Shabbos? What's the mitzvah? What is the mitzvah of Shabbos? To learn Torah? Well, it's important to learn Torah on Shabbos. Chazal tell us Lenitu Shabbos Elasik But is that is the specialty of Shabbos to learn Torah on Shabbos? Oinik Shabbos. Is that did that express the avoid of Shabbos? What exactly is to be done to really extract the essence and the depth and the beauty of Shabbos Kodesh? And then we have other questions about Shabbos. There is the severity of Shabbos. We know the Torah HaKadoshah has different levels of severity of the severeness of different Avedis. 
Well, someone eats chazer achmon letzlan, he's not chay of mis. There's no death penalty for eating chaz. Even though he's metamtimus hanefesh and his goof. If someone robs, there's no chiv mis. Whereas Shabbos Kodesh, the punishment of Chil Shabbos is more severe than any mitzvah in the Torah. If someone kills Rahman al-Islam, the punishment, even though there is death penalty, is not as severe as Chilul Shabbos. And here again, another mystery. Why really is Shabbos Kodesh so severe in its punishment? And for what? For the most delicate, for the smallest misdeed. If someone burns a Sefer Torah, he's not Chayv Misa. Now we are told that Shabbos is Zecher Lamaise Bereshis. Shabbos gives us memory of the creation of the world. Now I would expect, I would imagine, if someone burns a Sefer Torah, I think there is plenty of apicursus. There is an expression of kfir. Maybe more than opening up a light switch on Shabbos. For burning a sefer Torah is a chiv malchus. Whereas for Shabbos is a chiv skil. And again, for the most delicate, delicate, smallest misdeed, you don't find in the Torah such a, an example of the smallest, most delicate misdeed that there's the most severe punishment as you find in Shabbos Kodesh. And then we don't understand where Shabbos is Zecher Lemaiseh Bereshis. Imagine if someone builds a beautiful building. He toiled and worked, let's say for six years. And afterwards he finished the building. And he goes and rests if we want to give an expression of the building, that he is the one who built the building, would you give expression through his rest? I would think that on Shabbos, instead of giving an expression of the Menucha, if we want to com- remember the Maiseh we should do Malacha, just like Hashem created, Hashem built. We should build and create to remind ourselves that Hashem is Baruch is the one who created the world. What exactly is the expression of the menucha of the rest? Now, I'm not going to do justice to all these questions in this uh, short lecture. The time is short. But I will try to discuss several points to give us an insight and maybe to, to try to open up a little bit about the mystery of Shabbos Kodesh. Because when we know Shabbos and understand Shabbos, now really, of course... It's not important, essentially, for us to understand the answer on these questions. Shabbos Kodesh, we find, has a specialty that is a taste to Shabbos. The Gemara says, Rabbeinu HaKodesh invited Antoninus to a Shabbos Suda, and it was Shabbos afternoon, and the delicacies were cold, and they should be less tasty, and everything was delicious. Whereas the next day when he gave him fresh, hot, tafshilin, and the king complained, yesterday was more delicious. And Rebbe says, we have a tavlin, we have a spice, which is called Shabbos, and if you keep Shabbos, then you can enjoy this spice. 
So we find Chazal tell us that Shabbos has a taste. Now a taste is a secret. If you enjoy a piece of delicious cake and you have a good friend that for some reason doesn't want to, doesn't want to taste it, I'm afraid to taste it. There's no way in the world that you could explain it to him. There's no way you could explain how the taste of chocolate, the ch- taste of ice cream. Taste is something very deep in the nefesh of the person. Now we Baruch Hashem sitting here, we tasted Shabbos more than once. Every week we taste Shabbos Kodesh. We love Shabbos. We're attached to Shabbos. We'll give our lives for Shabbos. If we don't exactly know, don't, don't exactly know how to explain Shabbos, it doesn't matter. We are Baruch Hashem Shem Shabbos. I don't have to explain how delicious Shabbos is. Time or Hashem. On the other hand, it's good to be able to explain. It's good to be able to express because when you know something and you appreciate something and you can put it into words, it gives you more insight. So again, all the questions that were posed really doesn't matter to us. But still, it's good if we can try to open up and explain a little about the secret of Shabbos to give us even more beauty and more depth of Shabbos Kodesh. Now let me start from the first question. What exactly is Shabbos Kodesh? What is Shabbos? The essence of Shabbos. And let me try to explain it in comparison to all other Moadim. In comparison to a Pesach, to a Shavuos, to a Sukkot, what is so special about Shabbos? And what is Shabbos? Now, as we had mentioned, every Moed, every special holy day, every Yom Tov, has his dimensions, has his expression, has his definition what he is. As we mentioned, Pesach is man cheiruseinu, Shavuos is man matan teruseinu, Rosh Hashanah is the day of Yom Hazikorin, Yom Hadin. Shabbos Kodesh, in its essence and its absolute definition, Shabbos Kodesh is the day of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the day of Hashem. The name Shabbos, the name Shabbos, what does the name Shabbos say? Shovas. What does it mean, Shovas? Shovas means, as Chazal tell us, when Hashem came to give the Torah, and the world is an exciting world, at that moment, the birds didn't chirp, they were silent. There was an absolute silence in the world. And at that moment, Now, really, it works in both ways. I'll bring you a marshal. Imagine there is a great, wonderful king. And one of us has to go and be Makabal Pnei HaMelech. As we know, in the Hechel of the king, there are, there isn't only the king, there are all kinds of servants around the king. 
There's music playing. There are wise people. There's a Sanhedrin. There's people talking Chochmah. Imagine you're going to Mekal Hamelech. You walk into the Hechel and the king is up in front with his throne. The moment you walk in, you notice on the side this beautiful music being played. And you stop to enjoy the beautiful symphony. You pull yourself away from the symphony. And all of a sudden you're enthused, let's say by someone, a wise man, saying beautiful Divrei Chochmah. And you can be enthused until the end of your, of your appointment by all the beauties around you. And you'll never see the beauty of the king. What does the king do? The king gives an announcement. Everyone be silent. At that moment that everything is silent, then the king's presence and his honor and his glory f- fill the whole room. Now, when Hashem came to give the Torah, really the world, our world, is Malaychol Ha'aretz Kvaydoi. Really Hashem's beauty fills the whole world. A person comes into the world and he is, instead of seeing Hashem's greatness, he's enthused with all the beauties of the world, with enjoyments of, 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 of Gashmias, Achila, Vishtiya, there's a whole world. At that moment, when the world was absolute silent, came out the thundering voice of Anoichi Hashem Alokech. And that's what Shabbos is. Shabbos is a day of Shovas. A person comes to the world and he has all his bodily needs. He has to work, he has to toil, he has to make his living. It's a day of Shovas. Everything stops. And when everything stops and everything's silent, what remains? Hashem is Baruch. And that's what Shabbos is. If Pesach is a day of Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim, if Shavuos is a day of Matan Torah, Shabbos Kodesh is a day of Hashem. It's a day when the Jewish people and HaKadosh Baruch Hu are misyached, and it's a day of Ein Oid Muvadu. That's why, if we will give an equal definition of Beis HaMikdosh, what is Beis HaMikdosh? Just this week, we sat on the floor and we said, Rachem al ki Beis Chayenu. We sat as Avelim. We sat, Avelis means that there was someone died. Where is, on whom are we Avelim? And the Goyen from Vilna says, an exact definition, that the Chorben Beis Hamikdosh was death to the Jewish people. Was Misa to Am Yisrael. And the Yitzir, we went out to the Eretz Amin, was like the burial. Now why exactly is the Beis Hamikdosh a Misa? What is life and what is death? When Achmon al-Islam, somebody dies, nothing becomes, nothing disappears. A person is a body, he has a nefesh and a shama. The definition of Misa is that there is a separation. The neshama goes up to heaven and the body is left without the neshama. The moment the body is left without the neshama, he is a mace. Rahman al-Islam. The life of the Jewish people is Hashem. 
It's a posik. The posik says, Tzur levavi v'chelki elokim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu libon shel Yisrael. When Hashem was within us, was in the Beis HaMikdash, our Neshama was with us. And just like the Neshama enlightens the goof, the difference between a body with a Neshama without a Neshama is an endless difference. When Hashem left us, He left us Mason. Until today, we sit on the floor and we cry. Because there was a terrible separation for our Neshama and ourselves. And we are left lifeless. And here Chazal tell us, when Tisha B'Av comes forth on Shabbos, now many of us think that since it is usher to be noyeg aveles b'Shabbos, you cannot show mourning on Shabbos, so when Shabbos comes we forget the Tisha B'Av. This is wrong. It's not that on Shabbos we forget Tisha B'Av. It's not on Shabbos we hide Tisha B'Av. It's not that on Shabbos we cover Tisha B'Av. On Shabbos there is no Tisha B'Av. Because what is Tisha B'Av? Tisha B'Av is Churban Beis HaMikdosh. On Shabbos we have a Beis HaMikdosh. Shabbos Kodesh is Beis HaMikdosh. Because what is Beis HaMikdosh? Beis HaMikdosh is Hashem Yisbarach. Is here, His presence is within us. That's what Shabbos Kodesh is. Shabbos Kodesh is Shovas, all the mechitzes, all the all the walls that that keep us far from Hashem is Baruch. Everything is Shovas, and on Shabbos Kodesh we have a Beis Hamikdash, and that's why you'll find on Shabbos Kodesh there are so many halachas which are so. Parallel to Hilchas Beis Hamikdash, we know that in Beis Hamikdash there was a menorah. On Shabbos Kodesh we have Neiros Shabbos. We know on Beis Hamikdash there was Big Day Kuhuna. In Shabbos Kodesh we have Halacha of Big Day Shabbos, and it's interesting that the Gemara learns the Halacha of Big Day Shabbos. The Gemara says Minayin lechiluf begodim and hatayrim. And the Masha says it refers to Shabbos Kodesh, Shenemar Ufoshat es begodov velovash begodim achirin. Because on Shabbos Kodesh, you're actually a coin in the Beis Hamikdash. On Shabbos Kodesh, there is a shulchan of Shabbos, there's the table of Shabbos, the Shabbos table. And on Beis Hamikdash, there was a shulchan. In the Beis Hamikdash, there was the, there was the, the Oichlim, there was the Kodshim. On Shabbos Kodesh, we have the Su'udis of Shabbos. Because Shabbos Kodesh is Beis HaMikdash. <coughs> there was a special halacha in the Su'udis of Beis HaMikdash. The Gemara says that when someone in the Beis HaMikdash would receive a portion of Kodeshim, whether it was a coin or a Yisrael that received a portion of Karbonus, the Gemara says that this will never be able to be his property. 
In other words, if he wants to buy an esrig, and we know the esrig, the first day of Sukkot has to be lochem, it has to be your property. You cannot buy an esrig from Basar Kodshim. It'll never be lochem. Mishulchon Gavoya Kazachu. Mishulchon Gavoya Kazachu means that on Shabbos Kodesh, that in Beis Hamikdash, we are guests on Hashem's table. It's like, for instance, if you would invite me to your home, and it's a big machlekes in the Pesachim. If you invite me to your home and you give me a portion and you say, "Please enjoy it," whose property is this portion? If I take a little bag out of my pocket, take the portion, put it into, and put it into the bag and put it into my pocket, it says, "I can't eat. And I want to go home." And you say, "Sorry, I didn't give it to you to, to take it home with you. I gave it to you to eat in my house." So I say, "No, but you gave it to me. It's already mine." It's a machlekes in the Shulchan Aruch. When I eat in your home. Am I actually eating yours or I'm eating my own? In the Beis Hamikdash, there's a halacha bishulchan gavoya kazuch. In Beis Hamikdash, I cannot eat yours. I eat. I cannot eat mine. It is always Hashem's. Bishulchan gavoya kazuch. The same is true with Shabbos Kodesh. And I'm not going to introduce that the suda of Shabbos is not our property. But Safkosov, who paid for the suda of Shabbos? Chazal tell us. The food that we eat on Shabbos Kodesh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu paid for it. We are guests on Hashem's table. Because that's what Shabbos Kodesh is. Shabbos Kodesh is a base Hamigdosh. We are guests on Hashem's table. Because what is Shabbos Kodesh? Shabbos Kodesh, the essence of Shabbos Kodesh is the day of Hashem. The day that everything is Shavas. On six days there is a world, there is a heaven, there is an earth. Everything stops. And everything turns into Hashem's house. But there's a world, there's a sky. It's a Beis Hamikdash. Just like, imagine, if you walk, if you walk into a chasana, and the, the moment, let's say, you walk into a chasana, before the chasana walks in, you see waiters, you see food, you see, you see music. The chasana walks in, everything becomes bottled to the chasana. Everything is part of the chasana. He, he, he absorbs everything within him. On Shabbos Kodesh, everything is, is part of, of Hashem Yisbarak's covered. Shabbos Kodesh is the day of Hashem. That's all Shabbos Kodesh is. <coughs> now, <coughs> I would like to... Um, today, many of the audience sitting here heard of most of the ideas that I introduced today about Shabbos Kodesh. I would like to expre express something a little new that I never spoke about with Shabbos Kodesh. There's something, um, a very, very deep point. I hope, I, be able, I hope I'll be able to explain it. And I hope the other will, will bear with me. There's a Pusik, very interesting Pusik. And really it's a contradiction in the Torah. And I'm not going to the depths of these ideas, but I'm just trying to introduce a, a point. The Pusik says, Ki isem kol Hashem says, don't, don't take a picture. Don't express Hashem through a picture. Now, 
there's many ways and many depths to explain this, this Pasuk. I'm going to explain it in a shallow way. I'm not going to express the depths, but I want to bring out a point. There's a famous expression in English, a camera doesn't lie. It's an expression in English. When someone says, ah, that was a bad shot of me. So they say, sorry, that's you. A camera doesn't lie. I personally don't like that expression. There is no liar, there is no shotgun like the camera. The greatest liar that was ever created was the camera. For many reasons. Well, one of the reasons is, imagine, if you see someone, um, if I would take a shot, is that bothering? Imagine if I take a shot of a Talmud Chochim on Yom Kippur. I don't think you ever, you people ever noticed what, what the, gosh, how, how a person's physical appearance looks on Yom Kippur. On the Ila, you see, a, you see a Talmud Chochim or you see a, a woman davening the, the last minutes of Yom Kippur. And it, so if you take a shot, you say, wow, this guy is sick. You know, this guy has something wrong with him. And there's no way that a camera could express the, 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 the expression and the beauty that, you understand, that, that cannot be shown on the picture. But that's not what I'm trying to explain. There's another reason why a camera is a liar. Let me tell you why. A camera snaps a picture. Now we all know, scientifically, he opens up a lens for, uh, let's say, a, a hundredth or a thousandth of a second. And you have a picture. And here he is, let's call him Reuven. That's the famous name of the Jewish people, Reuven. Here's Reuven. Now a camera will catch Reuven smiling, will catch Reuven frowning, might catch Reuven in a moment of excitement, might catch Reuven in a moment of being bored. And I ask you, is that Reuven? Imagine a fellow who is melancholic, always sad, always angry, and you happen to catch him, let's say, you know, here at Apsa, really, you know, it's a very special joke. And you caught him, he was laughing. You got him that moment. The camera's a liar. You caught him in a happy pose. Now, let me try to analyze what I'm trying to express. There's a difference between the face of a person and all other parts of the person. Every part of the person is unchanging. The face of a person has something very special about it that it's always changing. If I would ask you, what does this gentleman look like? There is no way for you to express what a person actually looks like because he changes from moment to moment. Now this is called ponim, the face. The face is something which is constantly changing. The Torah says, Listen to this Pasik. Elohim Acherim Al Ponai. Now, what are the differences between Hashem and all of Aidazaras? All of Aidazaras are called Elohim Acherim. Acher is an expression of the back. Al Ponai means Hashem has a face. What this means is Hashem says, I, Kaviocha Kodesh Bochu, has a face. What does it mean Hashem has a face? There's a midah called ponim. It means as follows. Imagine a father comes home 
And he sees he has a little, bo- little, little yingle, a little yankle running around, a little baby two years old. And unbelievable, he opened up his most precious drawer, where he keeps all his important papers, and turned it over, and he even scribbled on some things. And Tati gets so angry, you should see his face, he's just, he's just burning mad. Little Yankala sees Tati's angry, so he, get, so he, he doesn't know what to do. He takes Tati's hat, big black hat, and puts it over his face. At that moment, Tati just bursts out laughing. In other words, a face, you just, in a moment it changes. A face is not something stable. If you look at someone's, someone's back, it'll always be the same. Now, avoid the Zora. Anything in the world besides the human, the human being, which also has Salam Alakim, has exact capacities. For instance, let me, let me tell you what I mean. Let's say you have a car. You bought yourself a car, and the, the older dealer says, This car is a genius. This car is a genius. He will go and he will jump. He will even go up steps. Imagine a, a genius car. Well, if this car is a genius, so as you're going to the car, let's say you're driving and you get bored, and you say to the car, Reb Ford, maybe sing me a song. He won't surprise you. He could be a genius, but he is what he is. He will never expl- expand past his capacities. Life, someone living... You can, he'll, he'll always surprise you. He'll always expand beyond his capacities. Hashem is Barach. If someone will say, you know, uh, let's say, I know Hashem. If I, do, if I act like this, if we act like this, I know what Hashem will do tomorrow. Let me bring you a marshal. bring you a, a, an example. I'll bring you two examples, two beautiful examples. Many of you sitting here know this Chazal in a different face, but I'm going to put into what I'm trying to explain now. There was a king in, of Judah, Menashe Melech Yehuda. He was historically the most wicked person that ever lived. His father was Chizkiyo Melech Yehuda, one of the most righteous persons that ever lived. Sheker Hachain Zuderish of Moshe. Hevel Hayoifi Zuderish Yeshua. Isha Yeres Hashem Yitisalel. This is, this is Chizkiyo, Melech Yehuda. Chizkiyo was a king and made law and order in the country and all of the Jewish people will learn it. He had a son who was Menashe who did exact opposite. Whoever learned Torah, he killed him. The Pesach says, Mila is Yerushalayim, pale, pale dam. He filled all Yerushalayim with blood. So the Gemara says, How, who was the giant that he killed? He killed his grandfather's mother's father, Yeshayahu Hanovi. Whoever learned Torah, he killed. And he was the one who was really reliable. He is the one who was accused for Churban Beis HaMikdash. As the Rashi says in Shir Hashir. In the end, the Melech Bovel captured him and put him to death, started putting him to death. Amisa Mishunah put him into a pot. The Pasuk says, Vayasreu Benechushton. And started cooking him alive. What does a person do that is in a pot? Kora, listen to this wickedness. Kora He called every Avodah Zara. All 
were idols. And he said, come help me. Slam plum. Boy Shazvan, come help me. No one answered him. And at the end he said, Zachreini, I remember that my father taught me. But Sarlacho, when you're in trouble, Umutsuucho Kalharaya Sa'elu, Vishafto Adashemalukecho, do chuva. And he says, Ribana Shalala picked up his eyes to Hashem. And he said, Ribana Shalalam, I am doing chuva. If you receive my chuva, and you will save me miraculously because he's in the path, you need a miracle. Then I know that you are Hashem. And if not, these are the words of the Medrash. Call Ampin Shovin. All the faces are the same. In other words, you're just like them. I called all the idols, they didn't answer me. I called you, you didn't answer me. All the faces are the same. And the Gemara says, Balachi Hashores, the angels were closing the Shari Shemayim, were closing the gates of heaven. And they said, This wicked person, Shehemet Salem Behechel, the one that put it Salem in your base on Migdish in the Hechel, will you receive his tshuva? And HaKadosh Baruch Hu made a special tunnel for the Kisei HaKovid, and made a miracle, and a wind came and turned, him, turned over the path, and miraculously came back to Yishalayim, and he became a Baal This is the Gemara. Now, first of all, what was Manasseh's Taina? Why should Hashem save you? And if Hashem doesn't save you, so why is Hashem like the Zara? They, that you worshipped them all your life, that you did their will, you killed the Tzaddikim. I would think that when you're in a pot, they should come save you. But Hashem, all your life you went against Him. Why should He save you? And then, what does it mean called Anpin Shovin? What is this expression, every face is the same? The answer is as follows. Menashe told Hashem as follows. He says, If you don't save me, if you don't receive my children, it's because my wickedness just went too far. Too far, too far gone. My wickedness was too far gone. That means that there is a measure to your kindness. That means that your kindness is not endless, it's not ensoif. Then it's not Hashem. Then it's not Hashem. If I know you, Hashem, your, kindly, your kindness is without an end. But again, but what is the expression called Anpin Shovin? Manasha told Hashem as follows. The exact Moshe, as I said, he said, he said, Hashem, if I cry to you, and you are ever kindness, Hashem, and I can't break a smile out of you, I can't break you, then it's not a face, it's a stone. It's not a face. So imagine if you caught someone from the back and you cried to him. He'll never crack a smile from the back because that's all he is, is a back. If you go to an Avodah and Manasha said, Avodah come help me. You know why Avodah didn't help him? Because he couldn't. Because it was without, that wasn't his capacity. A face expresses insight, expresses endlessness, eternity. That's what a face expresses. A face expresses depth. A person's feeling is shown through his face. A person's understanding is shown through his face. Manasha said, Hashem, you have a face. They are called Elohim Acherim. They are Achorayim. They have no face. 
But you have a face. A face means if I ask you again and again, I'll break you. I'll break a smile out of you. Because that's what a face is. A face has nothing, there is nothing, there is not, there's nothing which is committed in the middle called a face. I want to bring you one more marshal. What it means, pun him. When you see someone stern, you see someone angry. Hashem Yisbarach. I will bring a marshal which really it's hard for me to express because I wasn't there. Fifty years ago, I think all of you know better than I do, Hashem was angry at the Jewish people. The Jewish blood was spilling like water. And there was a terrible cast. There was a, there was a din in the world. Now I'm going to just, just point out a little point. There was a mirror yeshiva, which I wasn't there. I heard from my rabbi, G'dayli Yisrael. There was a mirror yeshiva that was miraculously saved. And they went from mirror yeshiva to Vilna. And from Vilna, they got tourist visas to go down. And they reached Japan and Shanghai. I wasn't there, but I heard this from my rabbi. One of my rabbis told me a little, a little, a little, of, the his, a little of the history. When they went from Vilna, they had tourist visas. And they were considered as tourists. I heard from the Bishabir who happened to be there, he wasn't Talmud Mir Yeshiva. They reached Moscow. They were tourists. They brought them to the most beautiful hotel in Moscow. They were giving them food in the hotel. It was hard to, what, what, what did Yeshiva Bochum eat? They brought them oranges. Most of the Bochum never saw an orange in their life. They brought them sardines. They brought them bread. The next day, they took tourist bus buses. They took them to the zoo. Rabbi Shabbat told me, he says, I didn't go, I was afraid. But the Bochum went, some Bochum went. They went to the streets of Moscow in tourist buses. They saw a line of 500 people waiting for a piece of bread. Now look at a picture. The world is up in flames. In Poland, we know what was happening. The Jewish blood was being spilled. In Moscow, in Russia, you had to wait a line a day and a half for a piece of bread. And within this Gehenna, within this Gehenna, you have 350 Yeshiva Bachrim sitting in the most expensive hotel in Moscow, eating oranges and going to the zoo. That's called, I don't know how to express it, a face. In other words, you can never freeze. Hashem Kaviyochel is emes. You never know, you know, Hashem acts like this, will do like this, will do like this. I know Hashem. Hashem is angry at me. This is stupidity and this is apicursus. The moment you cry to Hashem, you break his face, you break his smile. Within, in, the, in the most serious moment that the world is up in flames, the world can be up in flames, Hashem within everything can give beauty and love, can give a kiss, can give a smile. You could be in Ghanaian within a Gehenna. Now I want to tell you, Shabbos Kodesh and Beis Hamikdash is called by the early Mekubalim when they try to express what is Shabbos Kodesh they say as follows 
when you have two friends, sometimes, like the Kruvim of the Oran, there's... It's, it's analyzed the same way. When we had the Beis Hamikdash, the love of Hashem and the Jewish people was ponim el ponim, face to face. And the same as Shabbos Kodesh. When we go to Golos, as if Hashem turned away His face from us. And when it comes to Yemei HaChoyel, as if Hashem turned away His face from us. Now there's a very deep message. A person lives in Yemei HaChoyel, and we know we have our expressions of, of, of sadness, of our worries. We live in a world... And what worries us most that we know that we are lacking in Yerushalayim, we are lacking in mitzvahs. What actually happens when Shabbos Kodesh comes? What happens when Shabbos Kodesh comes is Yoel Hashem Ponov Eilecho. Hashem actually Kaviyochel shows us Kaviyochel His face. What does that mean? It means, first of all, it is extremely important to know that when Shabbos Kodesh comes in, there is not from our part a sudden, very, very drastic change in the way Hashem expresses His love to us and the way Hashem looks at us and the, our, our shaykhs to our Kaddish Baruch. When Shabbos Kaddish comes in, every Jew, not from his deeds, not because of his year Shemayim, every Jew, that benches licht, that goes to shul, that receives the Shabbos, gets a kiss from Hashem. And it's a sudden, it's a sudden change. It's ponim. It's as if you see someone from the back and you say, he's angry at me. You know, I know him because I did this. And all of a sudden he turns around and smiles and everything just changes. Shabbos Kodesh is a drastic change. By nature. And Chazal tell us, one of the most important things of Shabbos is Nase Komalachta Yasuya. Shovas. Shovas means everything that happened till now stops. To take along with you the feelings, your yearnings, your sadness, your worries, your, 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 your appreciation. What, how does Hashem look at me? From everyday life into Shabbos, my English is pale. It's, it's a mistake. Excuse the expression, and stupid. It contradicts the whole idea of Shabbos. Shabbos is ponim. Menashe Melech Yehuda says, Hashem, if I am Menashe, the most wicked person in the world, and I can't crack a smile out of you, Hashem, then you're not Hashem. Kol Anpin Shovin. Then you're a stone, chas v'shonah. And the malachim said, but this is a Russia. And I said, Shem says, yeah, but I have a face. And this is my tzaddikl. This is my child. And when he cries to me, I give him a smile. When Shabbos Kodesh comes in, we don't have to cry to Hashem. We don't have to beg from Hashem. Imagine... I don't know how to express it. The, in Brisk, I, maybe it's, it's a way of expressing it. In Brisk, they had a, they had a we, you know, I'm talking right after Tisha B'Av. You remember the story of Kamsa Bar Kamsa? 
that he that someone was insulted, and because that came the chumrah based on mikdash, the briskerav had a very very special chumrah. Not to embarrass someone and never to send someone out of the house. There are murder the Kamaisis from the Briskarov that people, biggest Rishonim, the moment they walk into his house, he's machabed them, he smiled at them. We have an appreciation for that. Hashem is Baruch Kaviyochal. When Shabbos Kaidish comes, when we enter our Kaddish Baruch Hu's base Hamigdash, we come into Hashem's house, we can be whatever we are. We can be whatever we are. But if we, ha- we realize that we're in Hashem Yisbarach's house, we wear the big day kahuna, we light the menorah, we sit at the, sh- at the table of Shabbos, and we eat the food that Hashem prepared for us. It was Hashem's, He paid for this food. We're His guest. At that moment, every Jew gets a smile from Hashem. And that smile, Yer Hashem ponavelecho, ki boor ponecho, you remember in Shemineser? Ki ba'or panecha. Rebbeinu Shalom, all we're asking is, Barcheinu avinu. Ba'or panecha, because ki ba'or panecha, if you'll smile to us, Teiraz chayim, v'avaz chesed, u'tzedoka, u'vrocha, v'rachamim, v'chayim, v'sholem, everything is included in that smile. And that's what Shabbos Kodesh is. When we live outside of Shabbos, it's a world with a lot of cheshboinus. There's a lot of ways of looking at the world. Shabbos Kodesh says everything is Shavas. And all there is is Hashem. And we are Hashem's guest. At that moment, there is a Ha'oras Ponim. At that moment, there is a Ha'oras Ponim. And maybe that's why there's a Minhog. That when Shabbos Kodesh comes in, to say, Shir Hashir Mashal Shlomo Yishal Kainim and Because that's the essence of Shabbos. That's the essence of Shabbos. Now let us come back to the question, what do we do on Shabbos? And the answer is, we don't have to do anything on Shabbos. There is no special mitzvah of Shabbos. Because Shabbos is not our day. On Pesach we have to receive, we have to get the beauties of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, we eat matzah. On Rosh Hashanah we have to get Yerushimayim. On Shabbos, we don't do anything. All we do is, Zohar Rasyem HaShabbos. Remember that it's Shabbos. Imagine if you walk into the king's house. You don't know that you're in the king's house. You don't know that it's a Beis HaMikdash. And you take out your marbles and you start playing. That's Chil Shabbos. Shabbos is, Zohar Rasyem HaShabbos. Remember that it's Shabbos. These 24 hours, remember that it's Shabbos. And I'm telling this to the, to the, audience sitting here you should know we once had a Beis HaMikdosh until this, this week we cried on our Beis HaMikdosh Beis HaMikdosh was the most wonderful thing that we could imagine and one of the beauties of Beis HaMikdosh was as Shlomo Melech described it the bias of Hashem the bias of Hashem cannot be explained more simply imagine someone who has a father who is rich and wise. He's a doctor. If you have heart trouble, go to your tati. He'll, he'll, he'll solve your problem. If you have chayvis, go to your tati. He'll solve your problem. That's what Beis Migdash was. Any problem a Jewish person ever had, or even a goy, there was an address. There was a clear-cut address where Hashem Yisbarach is. 
And the Jew went to the base of Migdash. And Vespaldech HaMokim Hazeh. And, and, and Hashem was with him. And he always received what he needed. And today we're in darkness. Imagine one of the, one of the people sitting in this audience. If I would tell you, you know, I have a surprise for you. And Yerushalayim, Mashiach came, there's a base of Migdash. Imagine I would tell you this. The base of Migdash was there. If, if you had, any of us had the smallest circle, you run out, you stop the, 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 the closest taxi, go to the airport, go to Yerushalayim, the base of Migdash, Hashem is with us. I'm telling you, we have a base of Migdash. The base of Migdash is here. Tonight, base of Hashem, there's a Beis HaMikdash. Shabbos Kodesh is Beis HaMikdash. The Beis HaMikdash is here. Hashem Yisbarach is with us every Shabbos Kodesh like the Beis HaMikdash. He's with us always. But with a specialty of the beauty of the Beis HaMikdash is Shabbos Kodesh. What do you do? Zohar, realize that it's like that. Realize that it's true. Imagine this Yankala who, who taught you so rich and everything else. If he doesn't know he doesn't know that, he's, that he could just knock on the door and walk in. So, he, so he, he'll live 70 years without utilizing his, the riches that are available for him. Remember that it's Shabbos. Know that it's Shabbos. And all these, the, the, during the day of Shabbos, realize that you're in the presence of Hashem. That's all. When you eat the Shabbos Suda, when you eat the Shabbos Suda, what should you do? You should jump on the wall. What should you do? Don't do anything. Just sit with their heritage. Realize, Zeh HaShulchan HaShulifnei Hashem. This is a Shabbos table. Just realize it's a Shabbos table. If you have a long Shabbos afternoon, just realize that it's Shabbos. And what does Hashem want from us? What does Hashem want from us? Hashem just wants to enjoy our company. Sit with Hashem. The moment you take a newspaper, you take a magazine, then you, are, you, you, you disattach yourself from HaKadosh Baruch if you're enjoying Shabbos, or if you're learning Torah, which is talking to Hashem, you're sitting with Hashem. That's all Shabbos is. And that's Chilul Shabbos. Chilul Shabbos is, disattach yourself from Hashem, that's Chilul Shabbos. And you don't have to do anything on Shabbos, but just realize that it's Shabbos. And someone asked me, what's, what's so terrible about reading a newspaper on Shabbos? What's so terrible about reading a newspaper on Shabbos? So I said, you know, newspapers, so he says, you know, New York Times. You know, something which is, you know, it's not, it's not shreif, just, just the bare news. So I told him a marshal, a marshal which I saw with my own eyes. I was once in a shul, and I always, I always have an appreciation for this story because I myself, ever since I was, a, I was, I was very small, I, I had a very, on Yom Kippur, the most exciting moment was the moment that the, that the chazan, the chazan goes kairim and everyone falls on the floor. It's, it's a, it's a, I always used to get excited at this moment. And today, when I'm, I'm, I'm about to myself, it's, it's a precious, precious moment. And once I was in a shul, and as everyone knows, when everyone falls kairim, so you're not supposed to fall on the floor, so they give out papers. And they give out pieces of newspaper, they would put it under his feet, they put it under his, feet, his face. And I saw a Jew falling kairim, and he falls current and he's reading the news. 
Now, if I would ask this gentleman, I said, what are you doing? So I say, well, it's on the New York Times. There's nothing wrong with it. So I say, yes, New York Times, but, but now, on Yom Kippur, in the middle of Kairim, Hashem, Hamafurish, Yosem, Pigoyen, Donald, Bikidusha, Vataira, now's the time to read the New York Times. The same is true for Shabbos Kodesh. On Shabbos, on Shabbos Kodesh, on Shabbos when everything is silent, all there is at Kodesh Baruch Hu, in, in the base of Migdosh, in the base of Migdosh, that's all the mitzvah of Shabbos is. Zohar is here my Shabbos. Just remember that it's Shabbos. Remember that it's Shabbos. When you're sitting on the Shabbos table, just know it's a Shabbos table. And know who's sitting in the front of the table. Whose table is this? Who paid for this sutta? Show more Yom HaShabbos. Be careful not to destroy the Shabbos. But how do you get Shabbos? You don't have to get Shabbos. Shabbos will get you. If you remember Shabbos, if you realize Shabbos, Shabbos does not come from us. It comes from Hashem. It's a matana, it's a present. If we will learn to, to, to just remember that it's Shabbos, and to act, realize that it's Shabbos, not to mechala Shabbos, through the time we'll have a wonderful feeling of Shabbos, because it's a present that Hashem gives to every Jew. But the moment you disattach yourself from Shabbos, and again, but realize that Shabbos is ponim. Don't walk into Shabbos with big dechot. Don't take along your boots with all the mud into Shabbos. Believe in Shabbos. Believe that everything that happened until now, when you take that shower every Arab Shabbos, believe that everything is washed away. You walk into HaKadosh Baruch Hu and you get a smile. Why do you get a smile? Not because you deserve the smile. I do. I deserve the smile. I don't deserve the smile. You get a smile because it's Hashem's home. Because it's Shabbos. You get a wonderful Shabbos smile. And that smile, if you learn how to utilize it, and you dive in with little kavona, all your problems, it's a base hamigdosh. If you have family problems, children problems, health problems, it's Shabbos. It's the day of Hashem. Shabbos, Shmoshel HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shovas, everything stops. What remains? When everything stops, only Hashem remains. There is no beauty, there is no greatness. That's why Shabbos is called Me'ein HaBrochos, a Mayon, a fountain of Brochos. And it's a Ber Mayim Chaim. It's endless. Whatever you did all through the week, Shabbos Kodesh comes, there's all of a sudden a drastic change. Hashem gives you a smile. And remember that and hold on to that smile until Avdolah. And by the way, and by the way, you should know that once you get grasp hold of Hashem, that's that's wonderful that's wonderful mitzvah mitzvah Shabbos. You could, we could take Shabbos with us for all the week. Shabbos is not only on Shabbos. That's one of the precious things about Shabbos. If Shabbos is a day to open our eyes and to realize how beautiful it is to be within Hashem's grasp, how beautiful it is to be with Hashem's presence. We can take Shabbos with us for all the week. Our Kodesh Baruch Hu should help us. We should be zeicher kolecha the Kodesh Shabbos.